When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the king, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Unfortunately, the Kings lose tonight to the Phoenix Suns 120 109. It's getting ridiculous. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's yeah, really shout ridiculous. out to all my guys here in the chat. Shout out to Alfie Man. Shout out to Sass Callum. We got uh, Mantias. Mike Monticello is here. Matthew, Brian, Dylan, Jim. Uh, welcome in everybody Christian I see you here as well rough game but it's okay it's officially time to start all-star break I guess for the Sacramento Kings and also for us here at Royal Rebound shout out to Jay Calvin how's your day today uh man off and on like the rain yeah one minute it's hot one minute it's cold um kind of like the Sacramento Kings how many uh, visitors today asked you if you could do anything about the weather? Nobody asked me if I could do anything about it. Okay. But if I had a nickel for how many times someone asked me how long it was going to rain for, I would have made a lot more money today. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Kings lose. It sucks. I want to definitely talk about the game here. Uh, but before we do that, Calvin, I just have a question for you straight up. Like, why the fuck is the Phoenix Suns mascot a gorilla? <laughs> I don't know. Like, does that make any sense at all? It does not. They don't want to have somebody dressed up like a sun running around? or No, they need to get uh, Jackie Moon down <laughs> in his sun costume with all the seahorses. That would be a much more accurate mascot. Is the gorilla's name Sun? I have no idea. I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not Sun. Okay. Okay. Steve says it's a long story. It, apparently, it's a long story. Well, I mean, there are plenty of mascots in the NBA that don't match up, right? Like, remember what the Sonics mascot used to look like? Yeah, it's all lame, dude, because yeah. Slamson is probably the best mascot in the NBA. He's up there. Ben, don't be uh, dissing Benny the Bull. but I mean, does Benny the Bull have roller skates? He can if he wants to. Okay. Does he do trampolines? 
Probably. I don't know if I've ever seen him on a trampoline, actually. Okay, because I've seen Slamson do both. Slamson, not at the Slamson's same, good. Not at the same time. Slamson is very good. But maybe, maybe that'd be pretty interesting. Calvin, what would you think about maybe an all-star event involving mascots from different teams? Would oh, that be fun to watch? That would be pretty cool. Like a trampoline dunk competition between mascots? That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it'd probably be better than the regular slam dunk contest nowadays. <laughs> They're like, oh, Slamson's out <laughs> three to four months after <laughs> fracturing his leg during the all-star dunk competition. <laughs> I can see all the headlines now. But welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, I, I'm going to dive in and do a little bit of research, Calvin, but give me your first thoughts to the game. Uh, also, real quick, Malik Monk was out. No KZ Okpala. Obviously, Kevin Durant didn't miss this game. Uh, Campaign was out in Landry Shamit. All the stars were in the house. Uh, we saw Flava Flav uh, yeah. courtside for this game. But give me your first thoughts on this. Yeah, he was shining. Um, this game was like a like a boxing match it was very physical right from the jump um you, you know I thought that both teams played really really hard uh, the whole way through I, I, this is the Suns have been kind of behind the scenes I would say for most of this year because they've had a ton of injury problems Devin Booker's missed a lot of games uh this team hasn't really been whole probably at all this season if you include currently because they just traded away a lot of their uh, you know, reliable player wing players for a guy in Kevin Durant who's still sitting. So they're, you know, kind of a fractured team, I would say, for most of the season. However, when this team has their three main guys, Paul, Booker, and Aiden, I say three main guys because Kevin Durant hasn't played for this team yet, they're still a pretty legit team. Uh, Devin Booker, when he's been out there this year, he has been a killer. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, I think, has taken another step forward this season as well. And then you've got... You know, the maestro back there, Chris Paul, just kind of handling the whole thing. Josh Okogie is a pit bull. The, the guy really is a, a ferocious defender. That's what he's been known for his whole career. And this is a, uh, you know, an exact replica of what the that brings, right? A yeah. very physical game. Um, but the Kings hung with him on the road the, the entire way. I, I would say this was a valiant effort by a team. Neither team could really get a good flow of things, and, and shots were not falling early on. Um, but again, you know, this Kings team, it, there's no quitting them. There's no fight or they don't fall away early on without putting up a fight to the bitter end. Yep. And De'Aaron Fox, man, the dude is incredible game by him. He's arrived. Yeah. Barry. He, he really? officially oh. arrived. Yeah. What? He, he is that Are man. Are you serious? Now. He's that guy? He's that guy now. Wow. I, I think this is the Fox that you're going to see for the next, you know, five, six years. All it took was for him to make the all-star team. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think that definitely helps. I mean, it's certainly a confidence booster, right? It's maybe a little mm -hmm. bit of a weight off your shoulders, having all of this expectation and when are you going to take the next step sort of thing. When are you going to become more of a, a star in this league? Now you actually have some of the, the recognition to show for it, so there's a little weight off your shoulders. But I think that he's just completely mastered the, the tempo of the game, his ability to change speeds uh, and finish inside. It, how efficient he is close to the rim, you know, it really doesn't matter how good of a three-point shot he has because of his ability to break and down he defenses. Was stroking and he was stroking tonight. it today. So if he ever puts the whole thing together, I mean, look out. But I just think that this is the – we've only, the only thing really missing from his game over the last couple of years is consistency. 
on both ends of the floor. Yeah. And this year I feel like has been his most consistent year from an entire basketball perspective altogether. And and you've put in or you add into that the fact that the team is really, really overachieving, you might say, or, or winning games. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Fox are both or him and Sabonis are both in the all star game. I just think this is, you know, forward momentum propelling him into the next phase of his career, which is this type of play that you're going to see. Yeah, yeah, he has been playing absolutely incredible. I think 71 points combined in the last two games for De'Aaron Fox. He's been playing out of his mind. There was so many moments in this game where I'm just like, he, I, like I agree with you. I'm just like, he's that guy, dude. He's killing it. He, he is putting this team on his back and fighting. Yes, they didn't get the win tonight, uh, but he definitely tried his hardest out there. Also, shout out to Terrence Davis. I love the effort by Terrence Davis tonight. Uh, but, I mean, it's funny because we see plays from De'Aaron Fox like late in the game, right, where he just drives right to the basket, right past everybody, lays it up, makes it look so easy. And you're just like, why can't you do that every play, right? And I feel like that's something that I've been saying for a few years, but we're starting to see it happen more and more and more. The game has definitely slowed down for this guy. Obviously, hitting the three probably helps a little bit about that, right, because guys are playing a little bit closer on the perimeter, gives him the opportunity to go around them, stuff like that. Uh, But shout out to Deer and Fox. Amazing game. Amazing game. Uh, I did a little research here on uh, the Suns mascot. Do you want to hear about it or? Yeah, let's let's definitely hear about okay. it. Okay. Story time. So first article I found uh, was a quote from Lamar Odom saying the mascot is racist. Uh, so <laughs> interesting uh, thought there. I, I will not comment on that, um, but interesting. Um, so. The gorilla, the Phoenix Suns mascot. The Suns went without a mascot for over 10 years, Calvin, after the team was formed. Then finally in 1980, uh, they got a mascot. Basically, uh, some dude, uh, 23-year-old Henry Rojas, uh, worked for a singing telegram group or a service. Uh, He was hired to deliver a telegram to Veterans Memorial Coliseum uh, he had a sense of humor, so he dressed as a huge gorilla and hung out in the stands. And somehow security invited him onto the court to do a dance at halftime. Uh, then the referees passed him a ball. He made the shot, and everybody loved it, and now he's the mascot. Wow. That's uh, probably not a typical mascot origin story right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, the fact that he walked out on the court and they're like, yeah, go for it, man. No problem. You're <laughs> right? in a gorilla suit? Get hey, out there. It was a much different time in the 80s, right? Right. Maybe we should try that sometime, Calvin. I don't think they'd let me. I don't think they'd let me down on the uh, on the court. Not even close. But uh, apparently. Not a chance. Um, the gorilla is well recognized even outside the U.S., having made plenty of appearances in Europe as well. And as a testament to his fantastic career, he was inducted into the Mascot Hall of Fame. I did not even know that there was a Mascot Hall of Fame. Uh, but he, he made it into the Mascot Hall of Fame in 2005. Wow. Very, very weird. So how how does that work then? Does everybody who's ever worn that costume get to say that they're a Hall of Fame mascot? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the guy now took over in 2012. So interesting, interesting there. I think it's stupid, straight up the, stupid. I think the it's mascot the or stupidest the... mascot in the NBA. Wow, that's harsh. There, there's a lot of stupid mascots, but it just makes thanks, no Jeremiah. Sense. I I guess I'm a mascot. Yeah, mascot Hall of Fame. Uh, it's funny uh, when I moved here to Maui, uh, <laughs> there was this one barback 
um, who just wanted to be a bartender so, so bad. And at my favorite <laughs> bar, he would just follow this one bartender around all the time and help him out. So everyone gave him the nickname Mascot, and it stuck. Oh, so everyone called well, him cool. Mascot. Pretty, pretty funny. All right, back, back to the game. Uh, let's break down the box score here. So... DeMontis Sabonis, 38 minutes of action tonight, Calvin. He did remain or uh, stay out of foul trouble, which is nice. He is leading the NBA in uh, ejections due to personal fouls uh, and offensive fouls and all that wonderful stuff. 7 to 12 from the field, 10 of 10 from the free throw line, 24 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, Four turnovers, huge game from Sabonis. We've been talking about how uh, he has not been assisting the ball a lot recently. Bounces back tonight with a great performance. Unfortunately, it did not equal a Sacramento Kings win. 36 minutes for Harrison Barnes. Four from eight from the field. 11 points, two rebounds. Uh, Keegan Murray, not a great performance for him tonight. Only 21 minutes of action. He's actually not wearing the sling anymore on the thumb. It's yep. removed, which I'm yep. bummed because it obviously didn't work out well for him. And I was going to start calling him slinging. <laughs> well, just like it probably takes a couple of games to get used to playing with it on, yeah. you might have to remember how to play with it off. Yeah, so two of we'll seven see. tonight, two of six from three-point range, only six points, five rebounds, and six assists. Also picks up a block. Uh, Deer and Fox, huge game. 38 minutes of action, 12 of 22 from the field, 4 of 7 from three-point range. Only misses one free throw, 7 of 8, 35 points, Calvin. 35 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal in this game, 5 turnovers. Don't like that. Kevin Herter, 35 minutes of action. Uh, Kevin Herter's been limited since returning back to the lineup from injury with about 20, 25 minutes a game. He plays huge in this game, 35 minutes. We did see him on the sideline grabbing that hand. Yeah. Uh, maybe Keegan's got a, a sling he can borrow for his thumb. We'll definitely talk about that. Uh, but 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 9 from three-point range, 18 points. A lot of those came in the fourth quarter. Three rebounds, two assists, a steal, three blocks. Yeah. By Kevin Herter tonight, which is absolutely huge. Only 4.7 rebounds for Trey Lyles, zero for Metu. We got to see our guy Edwards play. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that, but zero points for him tonight. A rebound, two assists, zero for Della Vadova in one minute, zero points for Davion, and 11 points for Terrence Davis in 22 minutes of action, three of five from the three-point line. I love the energy I saw out of Terrence Davis tonight. Any thoughts there regarding the box score? Turnovers. Uh, I mean, the turnovers really hurt Sacramento today. Like we, I said, it was a very physical game. Um, and not a ton of whistles flying there, especially late. Uh, some bodies on the floor. And, and as a result, you're going to see you know, a bunch of turnovers, and the, the Suns were able to take bigger advantage of those turnovers than Sacramento, even though the, the turnover numbers themselves were pretty pretty similar. Yeah, great, great point. Uh, 17 turnovers for the Kings tonight as opposed to 15 for the Phoenix Suns. Kings shot 44% from the field as opposed to 56 I repeat that, 56% for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Aiton was eaten inside. The dude was absolutely killing it. You also mentioned uh, Josh Okogie was playing well. 36% from the three-point line for the Kings. They made 14 threes, which is above that number we look for. 31% for Phoenix. Only seven threes for them here uh, on the night. Kings shot 87% from the free throw line. They did out-rebound Phoenix 40-37. to 37. Only 23 assists tonight for the Kings, though. Not 
not something yeah. uh, you Chris want. Paul almost had that by himself. Especially, especially with 17 turnovers. Uh, 40 points in the paint for the Kings as opposed to 62 points in the paint for Phoenix. Uh, and then fast break points, 13 for the Kings. 10 for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, this game definitely got slowed down at certain points here. Uh, but give me your thoughts on, on the team stats. What stu uh, stuck out to you? And then I want to kind of go over your keys to the game. Well, I think the assists for Phoenix, obviously, um, the fact that they really, really moved the ball well, not just well, but the the speed and the quickness, how it you know can start at the top really slow with that pick and roll, and then all of a sudden, boom, fire it to one side, and immediately inside to Aiton, who's rolling. I, I mean, the Suns' pick and roll game just absolutely shredded yep. Sacramento's defense. They killed them inside over and over and over again. Um, you, you like to see the fact that the Kings had 13 offensive rebounds in this game. They were definitely crashing the boards hard. Uh, but again, the, down the stretch, just too many easy buckets inside for Phoenix. Some late game turnovers for the Sacramento Kings really buried them there in what was a close game pretty much throughout uh, up until that final, you know, five minute push or whatever where the, where the Suns were able to get it to double digits. What were your thoughts on, on having Kessler Edwards out there in crunch time? I was a little surprised. Very interesting. I mean, Mike Brown continues to surprise me with some of his uh, substitutions or rotation moves. I mean, I, I understand, you know, trying to find uh, some energy or, or trying yeah. to get, you know, something going. It's a reason a you trade for him, on. right? Yeah, exactly. I thought this was an interesting game to to throw you in for your first action especially with debbie downers i, I mean i think he's talking about everyone in the chat oh okay i was like man i thought i was keeping it together pretty well yeah. pk i did want to say man you need I, I don't know what you need a hug i'll give you a hug all the way over here in maui <laughs> like calm down man it's not that bad yeah. he's just drained and disappointed we i get a, it we're all there we got a better record the kings are there too it's the yeah. all-star break they kind of limped their way in there devin booker not an all-star yeah. Kings have a better record than the Suns. Better mascot. Better mascot. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at your keys to the game. I, I know number one was move the ball. Yeah. Which 23 assists tonight as opposed to 17 turnovers, not a good number. Not a good nope. number at all. Nope. Not a good number. Um, yeah, definitely not a good ratio. Luckily, when you have De'Aaron Fox on your team, he can kind of balance some of that out a little yeah. bit with just how good he is as a one-on-one -on -one player. Um, but I, I did like the fact that Sabonis had one of his best games in, in a while. Uh, I mean, he's been so solid and consistent throughout the whole season, but we haven't seen him you know, on triple-double watching quite some time. So that, that was definitely good to see. Yeah. Uh, you want to listen to a, a Mike Brown uh, press conference here and see what, he, yeah, what his thoughts were on the game? Give me one second here. It seemed like almost every 50-50 ball uh, it was bouncing on the ground. They dove on the ground and came up with them. Um, you know, obviously, having 17 turnovers on the road uh, kills it because a good team like that makes you pay uh, for every turnover. Um, and especially the unforced ones. We had a handful of unforced turnovers, and uh, as soon as it happened, you know, they, they broke like mad and got out the other way and made us pay for it. Um, you know, they, they only had Great eight photo, offensive right? rebounds, but um, 
they were extremely efficient tonight because after the rebound, we you know didn't get the shooters or didn't find enough find bodies in time. But uh, to have eight offensive rebounds for 20 second chance points, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Uh, so we did a decent job of boxing out. We just didn't. Um, uh, we just didn't do a good job of finding bodies the right way uh, once they got uh, an offensive rebound. And, you know, give Chris Paul credit. Uh, hey, man, well of a game, 19 assists. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 17 points, 19 assists. He played well. Uh, I thought Josh Okoge really impacted the game and, and, really and had a great game for him. Um, you know, and then obviously, you know, Buck is Buck, but uh, – Give those guys a lot of credit. Big win uh, for Phoenix. Uh, we have to go into the break and uh, try to take care of ourselves while uh, keeping our mind right, um, knowing that uh, we got a long road ahead coming back after the break. So um, we just want to keep building on uh, some of the good habits that we established uh, throughout the course of the year so far and and then see if we can get a little bit better in, in, in some of the areas that uh, uh, we have to work a little bit harder in. Like you'd mentioned after two games again. There we go. Calvin, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's spot on, right? I, I trust what Mike Brown says, first of all, his evaluation. Offensive of the rebounds again. Offensive rebounds, turnovers, uh, not being able to string together stops. It's pretty indicative of what most Kings losses look like this yeah. season. Yeah. And, guys, I know a lot of people are down after this loss. A lot of Kings fans get down after a lot of these losses because they finally get their hopes up thinking, hey, we're doing something. But, guys, I mean, think about this. If we won this game, we would have gone nine games above 500. First time we've done that this season. How crazy is that, right? This is not a Kings basketball team that started out hot to start the season and then they've been crumbling and they're just kind of slowly holding on here. No, they're still making ground. If we would have won this game tonight, we would have had our best record above 500 for the entire season, Calvin. So it's like as the season is progressing, as we're getting further and further away from the start of the season and closer to the playoffs, the Kings are performing. They're getting better. They're playing well. I know it's a loss, a rough loss, especially considering, you know, everybody uh, that, that the Suns gave up in the trade and KD's not even available to play. The Kings lose. I mean, uh, <laughs> how many games this year, Calvin, right, where yeah. the Kings lose when the other team's missing their best player or multiple, multiple players. Uh, but, you know, I want to stay positive here. This is not a bad loss. Uh, the Kings fought hard in this game. Unfortunately, they didn't have enough. Uh, and now they get nine days off. Uh Depending on the injury to Kevin Herter, he's supposed to be in the three-point competition. We'll talk about that. De'Aaron Fox is an all-star. Demontis uh, Simonis is an all-star. Keegan Murray is going to be represented in all-star weekend in the Rising Stars game. Yep. So, like, there's a lot of good things, a lot of positives going around here with the Sacramento Kings. So, don't worry, guys. It will be okay. You know, nine days off. Rest yourself. Rest your mind. Rest your emotions. Uh, and we'll get right back to it next week against uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So uh, I, I want to stay positive. Like, it's not the end of the world. It just, it's not. It's not. This is a really good team that the Kings, you know, played uh, basically step for step or stride with stride for stride, even though they weren't playing their best basketball for most of this game. I mean, there are still so many positives to take away from it. Twitter is so hard to watch when the Kings lose a game oh, because yeah. it's just like the sky is falling completely on top of you. You know, Sabonis is, is trash. Herder is trash. All of this talk 
I just don't understand it at all. I mean, this team still has a better than 500 record on the road. Yep. They're still in first place in the division. Uh, we talked about this being, you know, a really, really rough point in the season, middle of it. You're going through these dog days of the season, trying to get to the all-star break, just trying to get yourself some rest, trying to yep. refocus all of this, uh, and being in this position for the first time. Also, a lot of these guys as well. Got to be, a, you know, weighing on them a little bit. Yes, the standings are really tight. But the Kings still haven't lost three games since late November, three games in a row. I have to think that, you know, we've been ready to write this team off or say that, oh, they're reverting back to the old Kings so many times this year, and they've responded in every single one of those moments. So yeah. at least give them the benefit of the doubt until, you know, we get later into the season more towards the playoff push and see what this team looks like. Yeah, I think everyone's sad in the chat because the bouncer's missing. We always miss the bouncer. Of course. We don't, we don't know where the bouncer is. He brings is. the love and brings everybody together. The for bouncer sure. is not checked in, so hopefully he, he will has check not. in during this stream. I'm a little I, worried. I hope you guys have your IDs on you because right now you could get yeah. away with some, th some things <laughs> without the bouncer in here. Oh, man. Guys, just take a deep breath. Everything is going to be okay. It's not bad, guys. It's really, really not bad. Like Calvin's saying, you know, the standings were still okay. Yes, these extra wins would definitely help. Um, but guys, we're in a position we haven't been in in 16 years. Yeah. Just enjoy the moment. I, I'm not saying enjoy relax and coast, at. right? You got to have a sense of urgency here. This not is fans. This is, oh no. Well, the team. Yes. But I mean, yeah. I'm just saying to try to keep the big picture in perspective here. You know, not every loss signals the end of the season. Yeah. Sky is falling. Exactly. I mean, maybe it used to Yeah. in years past, but so far this season, it hasn't. And we'll just have to wait and see. And this was a game that we were in. I mean, we lost by 11, but, Calvin, we, we cut the lead to four multiple times, cut the lead to six. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is not a game where we got blown out by 30 points and it was just over from the second quarter. This was an exciting basketball game. It was fun to watch. Like, there was a lot of things going on. Yeah, it was a little sad at the end because I'm like, they're just not doing it. They're not getting over the hump. Uh, but it's not like this game was just – like pointless like it's not like the Kings just no, got blown a, out by 30 not at all you got to see Kessler Edwards play the entire fourth quarter because they had <laughs> exactly, no chance of winning. exactly and I'm telling you man down the stretch of this playoff push you know mid to late March early April the Kings are going to play in some of the biggest games you know in the last 16 years for Sacramento for the franchise and playing in games like this the uh, Saturday's game against the Mavericks, how tightly contested that was against some really, really top-level competition. These moments, even if you lose in these games, they're going to be learning lessons, you know, teaching points that Mike Brown is going to use to have these guys prepared to play in those huge, huge games in late March and early April. All right, sorry for interrupting. Mike Brown wanted to speak. So, Calvin, let's get back to your keys to the game. I know, man. And shout-out to that uh, – <laughs> High school yearbook photo of Mike Brown, oh, by the great way. One. Dude hasn't aged at all. I'm going to show it one more time. Since his senior year in high school. You Look at him. Yeah. Look at that. Good looking dude Good right looking there. Good looking dude. Okay, uh, back to the, the keys. Number one, we talked about it, move the ball. Uh, the Kings didn't really do that great of a job here. A lot of it, you have to give credit to Phoenix's defense. They were very disruptive uh, and very physical, which makes it a lot, lot more difficult for that clean and easy ball movement. Um, Number two was defend without fouling. I was really, you know, speaking specifically towards DeMontis Sabonis for this one yep. because 
if he goes down early due to fouls with DeAndre Ayton in there, how how great oh, of a game he man. had already. Can you imagine if Sabonis yep. would have been in early foul trouble or even fouled out early in this game? It, he could have gone for 50, probably. What do you think he did differently in this game to stay out of foul trouble? Well, I mean, a, unfortunately, a lot of... Uh, the, there was a lot they, of things not called. There was a lot of things game. not called, but also the way that the Suns, you know, just completely run the pick and roll over and over and over again, that brings Sabonis way, way out of the paint. So a lot of Aiton's baskets are drop-offs, dunks in the lane that Sabonis isn't even there to challenge. So that will definitely help you not pick up fouls, right? But I thought when they did give the ball to Aiton in the post and he went to his low post, uh, post-up post game, Yep. Sabonis did a great job of challenging shots without fouling. Aiton is not really – he's a finesse big man, right? He'll shoot over the top of you with the fadeaway or the soft. turnaround hook. He's soft. Well, tonight he was good. Whether you want to call it soft or not, he was really good. But um, he's not the type of guy that's going to, you know, be the bull in the china shop and try to just barrel through you yep. and look for contact over and over again. So maybe a little bit of an easier matchup in terms of not – uh, picking up easy fouls. He's not fouls. going right at you. But a very, very difficult guard either way. Yep. Uh, uh, so, number three for uh, the keys to the game was Fox the playmaker. He made plays, not not a ton for others maybe in this game. He made a lot of plays for himself, uh, and he did have a, a few too many turnovers. But, it, again, you know, it's there are other also other reasons for that stuff. Uh, if it wasn't for De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, obviously the Kings wouldn't have had a any chance in hell at winning this game. So Fox did make some plays, especially down the stretch, like we've come accustomed to. I thought maybe he would have a little bit bigger impact getting some guys going from the outside in this game, yeah, uh, like Kevin Herter and, and uh, Keegan Murray. But, uh, again, the, the Kings did not have another uh, good shooting performance overall. Not knocking Fox. I thought it was incredible performance by him, but I'm never a fan when you have more turnovers than, than assists. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially at the point guard position. So I think that kind of, uh, you know, he didn't hit it on, on your third key. So first key, <laughs> second key, third key. I mean, I wouldn't really give them a pass at any of these. <laughs> it, you know, they, they did end up with 21 fouls. It, you can say they passed the defend without fouling. Um, but it, there were more important keys to this game that they didn't win, and that's ultimately why they lost. Yeah, shout-out to Callum for the super chat. Thank you, Callum. We appreciate that. My name, Jay. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the bench tonight? I mean, four points for Trey Lyles, zero for Metu, zero for Edwards, Delavid only played one minute, but zero points for him. Zero for Davion in, in 10 minutes. That's three guys combined. Actually, four guys if you want to include Delavidova. 31 minutes of action, zero points, uh, combined three assists, and one, two rebounds. Yeah, it was the the good and the bad of the yeah. bench, right? Tonight was was more bad than good. Uh, just not enough, not enough help. Uh, I would say the starters, you know, Keegan Murray didn't have a good game. Harrison Barnes didn't have a phenomenal game, but if you look outside of that, I mean, the other three guys all in double figures, uh, all grabbing rebounds, Herter with three blocks. Uh, those guys played well enough yeah. to stay in this game and to win it, uh, but the bench, they, they needed a little bit more out of that. Would you have given Herter the chain tonight if uh, they won the game? He definitely would have been high yep. in regard. I mean, the chain is just such a, a funny thing, right? Like, I think everybody can have a different um, – 
impression of who should get the chain for a lot of different reasons. So whether yeah. it's on-ball defense, help defense, uh, big plays and clutch moments, uh, or just a guy that you know stepped up both offensively and defensively and helped them win the game. And it's sort of like a um, not a participation award, but a, a you know, a, it a doesn't really morale tactic, much. right? Yeah, it's yeah, a it's a morale it's a motivation tactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you see him on the sidelines late in the game holding his hand? Was he holding his hand? I couldn't tell exactly. Yeah, he was, he was holding, holding his shooting hand too. Yeah. Which, and then I'm like, why are you giving him the ball? Like, he took at least three threes yeah. after that, like yeah. important threes. Missed all of them. <laughs> um, and yeah. not saying because you know, like normally I'd want him to take that shot, mm -hmm. but he was like. Dude, he was in a lot of pain yeah. on the bench. Well, you a know, a lot of pain. The Sacramento Kings last year it was eyes, yeah, that were done for. This year it's hands, hands or thumbs, the hands or thumbs. You're, Watch it. If come you got out a hand a or a injury. thumb, yeah. on the Kings, it's probably not going to go so well for you. The training staff would be delighted if it was a thumb injury because they're not going to have to go to exactly. Rite Aid to buy another thumb brace. Take Keegan's yeah. and put it on Kevin. Yeah. They're like, no, oh, you guys are about the same size. We can just give you one here. Definitely, definitely Jay, interesting. Jay wants to know who has the higher vertical out of the two of us. Uh, I believe that would be Calvin. And I think Barry's probably got me beat in bench press. We're um, Calvin and I are very similar, which is kind of weird sometimes. But we're very, very sim similar in terms of, like, size. Uh, you know, like, we wear the same clothes. Normally when we're working out, we, like, he's a great workout partner for me because we do the same weights. It's not like, yeah. it's <laughs> not like working out with somebody else where you're, like, Okay, I gotta take the forty fives off for you because you <laughs> that, can't that lift is, as much. That is or, definitely. Or like a, with a guy that's like got all these weights on. So like you and I right. are very very similar, um, which is which is cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, shout out to Terrence Davis. I, I think Terrence Davis brought all the fire, all the fire uh, for the bench tonight for the Kings. Twenty two minutes of action. We saw him all over the court, dude. He was diving. Diving after the balls, fighting, yeah. uh, playing great, and obviously not making a lot of shots. You know, four of eight from the field, three of five from three-point range. He missed that three late, which I would have loved to have after he turned the ball over. Um, but I love what I'm seeing out of Terrence Davis. A couple people are talking about Malik Monk here in the chat. I definitely want to talk about him and, and the ankle injury. Don't have many updates there. Um, but I love what I'm seeing out of Terrence Davis. Like, give this man some more effing minutes, Calvin. I agree. I agree. I, I think that he's too – what this team needs so badly, uh, aside from just, you know, consistent bench play in general, but the, the number one thing this team needs is help defensively. And yep. they're, they're limited in terms of the number of people that you can say are really not just good defensively or even great, but give you the effort night in and night out and have the ability to, to go out there and say, we're going to put you on – you know, tonight it's Anthony Edwards, tomorrow it's Steph Curry, all this stuff. I'm not saying that Terrence Davis is going to completely shut down any of those guys. Nobody in the NBA sh completely Dude, shuts down. The defense down he was playing on Booker there guys. on those last couple but possessions he, yes, was incredible. Yes, he definitely provides them uh, with a, a lot of effort and a lot of uh, ability to guard on the perimeter, and that's yeah. the, the number one thing that this team needs. Definitely, and, and just energy. Like, yeah. for me – you know, having a great bench is important, right? But I always need, like, one guy that just has the energy, that he's out there, he's trying so, so hard, and it's contagious, and the other teammates see that, and they try harder. I thought that was going to be Davion Mitchell, and sometimes it is, but it's not always him like I thought it was going to be, and maybe that will happen as, as, you know, time comes. He doesn't play enough. 
I, I think is also one of the things. At, at times, we've seen it be Malik Monk. Um, but most recently, it's been Terrence Davis. He's the guy that's come off the bench with energy, with effort, enthusiasm. Uh, it's got to be hard to not play hard with a guy like that on your team. Oh, absolutely. It's contagious for sure. And that's that's another thing that this team needs. They need that example set. And they need the tone set right from the beginning of the game too. I, I realize if you come off the bench, that's not something that you're capable of doing. Um, but when your number is called, it, you have to be – ready right from the jump and Terrence Davis usually is you, you got to give him credit he might not always come in and drain three threes right away but he'll come in and he'll work hard defensively I'm, I'm bringing Nick up here on, on stage because I want to hear from him Nick buddy how are you hello Nick can you hear me all right, Nick must be busy at the moment. So we'll wait and we'll come back to him. I want to hear his thoughts on the Phoenix Suns mascot and how trash it is, uh, but I guess we will have to wait for that. Uh, as far as the starters go, I mean, I was impressed with Sabonis tonight. I like what I saw to Deer and Fox. Like, Deer and Fox, like you said, he's that guy, right? He is the guy now. He is that guy. Uh, Nick, when you get your mic working, just raise your hand. I'd be happy to bring you bring you oh, here on the show. He's going to reload, apparently. Okay, that's that's always nice. Uh, Kevin Herter, what would you think about his performance? I thought it was good. I, I mean, most minutes he's played since Most he minutes came back. he's played in a while. You know, I think a lot of the frustration, at least that I saw, you know, when you look on Twitter or social media, comes from the fact that the defense is so porous and, you know, Kevin Herters can't guard uh, and they, they just get shredded in the middle. There's a lot of truth to those statements, but you also have to take into account the positions that they're being put in. Um, it's really hard to guard Devin Booker yeah. for the course of, of a full game, right? Uh, and I thought that his contests, his his energy and effort to try to stay in front, I mean, that's all you can really ask for uh, against a great player like that. You know, if as long as you're getting, you're in position to get a hand in their face every time they go up for a shot, when you're playing against a player of Devin Booker's level, yeah. that's good defense. It's they just make shots do. or they miss. All you can. Uh, that's really all you can do. So I, I liked Kevin Herter's game. You know, he had four threes. We really haven't seen him hit a bunch of threes lately. Yep. He got himself going a little bit more from three. Uh, but Kevin Herter's ability to kind of still impact the game offensively, even when the three-point shot's not falling, whether it's two-man game with Sabonis and dropping it off to him inside, his floater or that you know kind of semi-hook shot that he's developed yeah. has been a really good weapon for him this year. His mid-range has been good. So he's still finding ways to score. I, I mean, he just he ran into a really difficult matchup tonight. Are I you think giving him the, the ball the main thing. to shoot a bunch of threes after you see him on the bench holding his shooting hand and being in a lot of pain? That's all up to the the staff. You know, if yeah. they evaluate him and, and they say, look, you're you're okay to go back in, you're not going to do more damage to it. Yeah. As long as he's out on the court, I want him shooting. I, I mean, mean, that's who he is. Look what happened on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes, we thought he was injured. Yeah. He couldn't run. The ankle injury, he said he was okay. They put him back in the game, and he killed it. He absolutely killed it. All right, let's check in with Nick and see how Nick is doing. Yo, yo, Nick, can you hear me? What's up, guys? How are you? 
Yo, yo, yo what Nick. is up? Happy Valentine's we, Day. Thank you. We lost. We I know we lost, but we got to play better. Yeah, you're right. We we do have to play better. Nick, honestly, to be honest with you, I don't really want to talk about the game tonight um, <laughs> because I don't like talking when we lose. I want to change the subject. Is that okay with you? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, give me your thoughts on, on Slamson. Well, I do want to say he, uh, have you ever met him? Yeah, I have. Okay. Do you know the man behind the mask (laughs) or woman? Uh, I don't know who it is. It's a human. It's a human. Are you sure? It's, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It's a human being. It's a mascot, but the mascot is a human being. I thought Slamson was a lion. Uh, well, um, he is. Nick, he is are a you lion. Slamson? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. You're not I lying. Thought maybe to us. you were. Yeah. Are you? I thought maybe you were coming in with a Clark Kent situation. Well, I don't know who Slamson is. I don't know who it's, I don't know who's in there. <laughs> All right, Nick, we believe you. You're not Slamson. We 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 trust you. Um, do well, you know? Our de- our do you know who the Suns the- mascot is? It's the gorilla. Why? Because she's a gorilla. Okay, good answer. Um, who do you think would win in a street fight, Slamson or what? What's the gorilla's name? Uh, I think, I'm not sure who it is. Okay. I think it's a stupid mascot. Yeah. This <laughs> random phone number keeps calling my phone. I don't know what to do here, but this random number keeps calling my phone. I don't know who it is. But be careful, I'm not it might be Slamson. Oh. I'm not, or the I'm gorilla. Not could, be, could be worse. I'm not answering phone numbers. I had some weird guy call my phone and asking me how old I am and asking me if I'm related to my grandma. I said, what the hell? Oh, man. And I said, why are you trying to call my phone? I don't know who you are. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Let's, you convinced me, Nick. Let's talk about the game tonight. <laughs> yeah. We, we lost tonight, but we got to play better defense. And we got to play better on the 23rd. Yeah. I mean, we got plenty of time to get ready for the game against Portland. But what did what'd you yes, see out do. of Deer and Fox tonight? I I feel like that we did not we did not play good tonight, but we need to play better. Okay. More defense, maybe? Yeah, more defense. Why not play some more defense? Why not? Yeah, why not? Did you go to the game tonight, Nick? I did. I How did not. Pe- I did not. Oh, you it did not go. T- I was watching it on TV. I think he slams him, dude, because he gives these answers. He's like, yeah, I was at the game. Oh, wait, no, I was not at the game tonight. It was on TV. I was watching the game. It was in I, Phoenix. Man. In Phoenix. So, but, you know. Slamson travels with the team, doesn't he, Calvin? I don't think Slamson does travel with the team. I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right, you got me, Nick. <laughs> um... How many pieces of pizza did you eat today, Nick? <laughs> I didn't have pizza tonight. 
Oh, that's why they lost. He said tonight. What about for lunch? That's why they lost. <laughs> you got to have more pizza, man. I you... In order for them to win, I have to have pizza. Did you eat pizza for lunch? No, I did not. Breakfast? No. I had lost. Brunch? <laughs> no. What about supper? No. Oh, man. See, that's the problem, Nick. We don't need defense. We need pizza. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask you here. So, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up one of my favorite games of the season. I know you have an excellent memory just like Calvin. But one yeah. of my favorite games of the season was back in November. Uh, it was November 15th. The Kings took on the Brooklyn Nets. It was on nationally televised TV in Sacramento. The Kings won 153 to 121. You remember that game? I, I think so. 31 points by Terrence Davis. It was an exciting blowout of the Nets. I, I want to know so. how many pieces of pizza you ate that day and how we can replicate that. Yeah, damn. I don't know how many pieces of pizza I had. I don't know. <laughs> it was that many. He okay. doesn't remember. Interesting. How one one whole pizza. How often do you eat pizza, Nick? I don't know how often. So I don't know. It's just I can't really eat pizza's not pizza is not that healthy. Oh really? No, it's not that healthy. Okay. Well, maybe you should just stick to pizza on game days then. Workout pizza. <laughs> yep. You know? Can, Nick, can you can you make me a promise? Yeah, I can. You're not crossing your fingers, are you? Uh, no. You promise? <laughs> yeah, I promise. Okay. So, I'll eat pizza every time the kid, if the kids were Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I gotta eat pizza, more pizza. No, I need you to eat pizza <laughs> before the game, Nick. Okay. It doesn't help if you eat it after the game. Uh, okay. So next Thursday, February twenty third, versus the Portland Trail Blazers. You promise me you're gonna eat at least three pieces of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? Three pieces. Yes. Yes. Cheese and bacon. Okay. And we'll, we'll do a little test. So if you eat three pieces of pizza after that game, then we'll see what how well the Kings do. Maybe we need to increase that to like four or five pieces, or maybe we need to decrease it to one or two pieces. <laughs> that sound good? I'm about to take out my phone right now and order a pizza. Uh, I'm getting yeah. hungry. Oh. <laughs> how many Why times can pizza? we say pizza on here before we get sponsored by Pizza Guys? Not enough. Hey, probably. hey. Hey, why not have pizza? Why not? <laughs> why not have pizza? 
I think I think we would have got sponsored by a pizza company until Nick said pizza's bad for you. That kind of <laughs> ruined our deal, I think. Why not? Why not have pizza? Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not, not order it? Pizza? Uh, all right, Nick, I'm changing the subject again. Is that okay with you? As I know you yeah. host the show here, so I want to make sure it's okay. Yes, you can. Okay. So tell me about your team. You got another practice on Saturday? Yes, I do, and I have a basketball tournament on Sunday. Oh, you're going to the All-Star game. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a basketball. I have a. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going as yourself or as as a a lion? uh, I have a basketball tournament. I'm not feeling Center in Carmichael. I I have, yeah. That's exciting. That's that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. So you're practicing on Saturday and you're getting ready for your tournament on Sunday. Yes, I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna see if I can light the beam. How many uh, how many games or teams are in your tournament? I have no idea. Okay. Doesn't matter. He's gonna blow through them all, like a large pizza. Yeah. 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 I think so. Well, Nick, we appreciate you for joining us on the show tonight. Um, yeah. I got I got a little piece of advice for you. Yeah. Next time that phone number calls you, pretend like you're ordering pizza. Okay. And see what he says. <laughs> okay, then. All right, Nick. Have a good night, man. Uh, hopefully you have a great all-star weekend. Send me some pictures of you at the at the tournament. Uh, I'm sending you a light the beam shirt, and then we'll see you uh, next Thursday. All right, then. Don't forget, three pieces of pizza, Nick. All right, then. The Kings are depending on you. Thanks, Nick. All right, then. You're the man. All right, buddy. Have a good night, man. You can tell Barry to shut up anytime. (laughs) Are you you guys going to wrap up the show pretty soon? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how long Calvin can hold off his craving for pizza. Probably not very long, to be honest. Because, you know, nobody is on here as much. I don't, you know, you guys don't normally stay on because it's just, there's nobody else on here. It's just me. Oh, that's, you're on Twitter, but we got people on YouTube watching. Yeah, but we need more people come on Twitter spaces so, I can take, so they can talk. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you guys can, need to get, you guys need to bring up, you need to call, uh, go on. We need to, we need people on, we need people from YouTube to come on to Twitter spaces. Can you tell everybody on YouTube how yeah, to round them up. how to access Twitter Spaces? Hey, hey, YouTube guys, if you're listening to Royal Rebounds, go on YouTube Spaces and join the request button, and then they'll accept your request. We Perfect. need more people talking on here. And they have to follow us, right, Nick? Yes. That is a requirement. And what what's our username? Is Royal Rebound. Perfect. Well, Nick, we appreciate you so much. I owe you some pizza. We'll see you next week. All right, Dave. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Dude, Nick really makes me want some pizza. Sure does. I mean, you definitely play a big role in that, I think. But uh, <laughs> uh, on a serious note, though, I want to give a congratulations and a shout-out to Jose here in the chat. Our fellow Hawaii brother says he just moved to Utah. 
Oh wow! And he's going to his first Kings game on the twentieth when wow. the when the Kings play the Jazz. Dude, shout so, out Jose! Shout out Jose! That have fun awesome. at the game, man. Jose, let me know how all the pizza parlors are in Utah. I am definitely interested. I think I'm craving some pizza, Calvin. You think? Yeah, maybe, maybe just a, <laughs> just a little bit. All right, <laughs> let's get back to the game here. Uh, so, quick little summary here. Uh, you know, the Kings they were up in the first quarter, twenty nine to twenty seven. Uh, Suns went on a run in the second. Uh, they were up at halftime, sixty two to fifty eight. The Kings could not get any stops. The Suns extended the lead to thirteen, uh, and then the Kings decided to start playing some defense. They got three consecutive stops. Uh, they cut the lead to six. They went on a nine zero run. Terrence. Davis was killing it. And then the quarter ended. 90 to 86 Kings. I got no north no ugh, no notes, Calvin, for the fourth quarter because I was watching the effing game and I was into it. <laughs> uh I, I mean I, I lied. I wrote down Kevin Herter has a hand injury, and I wrote down why is the Sun's mascot a gorilla? All important questions. Great notes. I mean, I see Katie post her halftime notes sometimes on Twitter. I think mine are better. I, I just can't uh, argue with that. Katie, can't argue with that. I know you watch the show. If you ever need any tips on pizza uh, or writing some game notes, uh, hit me up. Royal Rebounds. Um, are you think we're going to have some conspiracy theorists coming after us for this episode for how many times we said pizza? Maybe. That would be exciting. Maybe. Or we just might pick up a sponsor, one of the two. <laughs> I'll, 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 oh, I wrote a couple more notes down. Okay, what you got? Yeah. Uh, why does Mark Jones love cornbread so much? Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to answer this question for fear of it's not uh, a, saying no, it's something. No, it's not it's, a joke. It's just like, you know how he always says, oh, and he stole his cornbread. Like, well, he, he just loves about, food. He talks about it so much that I'm like, Mark Jones really likes cornbread. Him and Nick must be good buddies. Like because the worst he, thing it's that not could just cornbread. It's there's hotter than fish grease. Um, he's got many food references. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. If you guys can find Deviled out eggs. why he loves cornbread so much, please, please, please let me know. Uh, Calvin, here's a personal question for you. What are you going to do during the layoff? Uh, well, I'm going to work, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Not a good answer. Throughout the cor- the rest of the week. Uh, yeah, it is the the realistic answer. I am, I'm still debating on whether or not I'm going to watch All-Star Weekend. I mean, okay. I want to watch the three-point contest. I want to see what Kevin Herter's got. They announced the full field I today. I saw it. Did you see you that? want to let everybody know? Well, our man Buddy is in it. Buddy is in and it. And Tyrese. Tyrese. Halliburton. So hopefully Kevin's able to, to knock both of them out. That'd be great. Oh, here we go. Brian's got a good question. No, no, keep keep when it's keep bad, telling it's your pretty. story. Don't don't let Brian interrupt <laughs> you. That's rude. I thought that was good. See, good. Um, <laughs> I, no, I'm gonna watch probably watch the three point contest. I've, I always love the slam dunk contest, but again, I, I'm probably gonna watch it for like five minutes and and turn it off. Um, and then I, I do think I'll watch a little bit of the All Star Game just to see Fox and Sabonis. In there. Is Jose going to the All Star Game? No, uh, we were talking, or we, they were talking about how expensive it is to go. Oh, man. And it's it's unreal, man. I really? mean, all of those events, Super Bowl, All-Star Weekend, uh, it's just ridiculous. 12 Gs for 
25 and down, level 25 and down. Oh, dude, that's no problem oh, for you, Jose. I know you're balling. You just moved out of Hawaii. Things probably got a lot cheaper. It's crazy. Uh, you know, it's for getting, me. You know what? Getting, uh, <laughs> I don't know where anything is on here. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here. Because it's, it's getting, getting ridiculous. ridiculous. Jose it's really ridiculous. can probably afford all-star tickets. Being on the mainland for a year and buying normal price cereal, That's normal true. price normal milk, eggs, normal, eggs. normal price all that stuff. It's crazy, yeah. dude. It's seven dollars for a box of Captain Crunch here. It's crazy, man. Nine ninety nine for a gallon of milk. Yeah, it's it's really really dumb. Um, I don't even eat Captain Crunch anymore. I, I had to throw my favorite cereal out the it's, window. It, Alfie, man, it is getting ridiculous. Very 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 ridiculous. All right, so three-point competition. Excited for that. Uh, yes. What are your thoughts on the Coach of the Year award? What are my thoughts? Yeah, like who's your – who's your? Uh, Look, I, I think Mike Brown tears. has to be the front runner right now. Okay. I, I don't know how much separation he's got on the rest of the pack, but I think he has to be number one at this point. We'll see what happens, down, you know, the second half of the season. Um, but the the Kings, you know, when the last time we had this conversation, I said the Kings are the only team in the top, you know, six to eight seeds in in the both conferences in the league that you would never uh, have expected to be there. Yeah. So first place in the division, um, you know, all these other teams. I think Joe Missoula is probably going to get a decent amount of votes just because, again, you you didn't expect him to be in that position. I know the Celtics were already a great team before he took yeah. over, but having that, you know, dynamic in the locker room get thrown off, Willie Green, I, I like Willie Green, but I, I think the Pelicans need to have a way, way, way stronger finish uh, than the Kings in order for him to win the award. Yeah. To me, I think Mike Brown is definitely the the favorite as of right now. I really, really hope so. Jim's sounding like my dad here. He said, Barry, what's the gas price? That's what my dad says every time I'm on the phone with him. What are the gas prices over there? And I say the same thing every time. Dad, I don't look at the gas price. I got to pay for it anyways. I got to pay for it anyways. I don't look at it. When I was a kid, dude, my cousin, she tried to save some money at the pump. Uh, She brought her dad's Jeep. She put diesel fuel in it because it was cheaper. (laughs) Didn't work out so well. Yeah, that would not work out very well. I can switch off to ca- off of Captain Crunch anytime I want, Calvin, because <laughs> I am not addicted to Captain Crunch. Yeah, and you can put regular milk in it. You can put almond milk in it. You can put yeah. uh, soy milk. You, there's a million Nut milk. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff the Lefty for joining in. Uh, Jim, I think I want to say it's like 560 something for per gallon for gas right now. I have no idea. I think, I think 566 or something like that. I don't drive a lot, Jim. I really, really don't. Um, I have a golf cart that's electric. So I drive that sometimes, um, and I pretty much only drive when I'm, like, going to the other side or going, like, yeah, I, I walk to work. So Going, like, yeah. a hike or anything like that. I don't, I don't know. drive very much either. Um, I want to hear from you guys. Please, please type in the chat right now. Spam it up. I want to hear exactly from you. What's your favorite type of pizza? Still got it on the brain, Calvin. I got dinner reservations here, and you can throw in your favorite cereal hour. too if you want. I got a dinner reservation, we're big cereal guys, in an hour and fifteen minutes at one of the best restaurants on Maui, and I'm going to be thinking about effing pizza the entire time. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Hopefully, Asha's not watching this. Hopefully, 
Hopefully. Uh, no, I'm jealous of you, man. You're, that's a good meal you're about to have. All right, back to Coach of the Year. I mean, you're looking at the standings here, right? We got Boston. Yep. Coach of the Year candidate. They wire-to-wire first best record in the NBA so far. Brand-new head coach, first time. Yes. Pretty exciting yeah. for them. Absolutely. I do. Um, He's going to get a lot of consideration, I think. Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all, anybody that's at the top of the standings, you know, all the there are three teams right now in the NBA that have 40 wins, 40-plus yeah. wins. So Mike Malone, I think, is definitely going to get some consideration as well, especially if they finish it off, you know, as number one seed in the West. Uh, but the, the West is so up for grabs and so tight right now. Willie Green could, you know, if Zion comes back, which it's not looking very good over there. Yeah. Uh, we need, I don't know where Ty is. He's probably crying himself to sleep he ate right too now. too much pizza, probably, Zion. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, if a team like New Orleans were to have a crazy finish and, and shoot all the way up into the top three in the West, I'm sure Willie Green is going to get a ton of votes. It, it, a lot of this is going to depend on what the, the, how the standings work out. But I, I have to think if the Kings somehow win the division and finish with home court in the first round of the playoffs uh, after just 30 wins last season, the coach of the year is going to be Mike Brown. Yeah, yeah, he should be the coach of the year. That would be so exciting. And Calvin, not his first time. Not his first time. We talked about all-stars. Once you're an all-star, it's easier to become an all-star again. That's uh, true. I don't know if that's the same for coaches, but I'm going to pretend like it is. Yeah, yeah. Already a coach of the year. First time with Sacramento Kings. I mean, And, I mean, that would mean Monty McNair would have a good chance to win executive of the year. Exactly, well. exactly. And if I can, can I knock on the Celtics for a second here? Go ahead. Coach has done a great job. I don't even remember his name. Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula. Great job, Joe. Uh, where was Joe last year? He was an assistant with Boston. And where was Boston? They were number one. Okay. After their coach won coach of the year when yeah. they started off like crap and then had a great finish. Yeah. So did Joe really make a difference? Maybe not last year, but this year he did. It's the same. Is it, though? This year they're wire to wire. Last year they needed a, a great second half. <laughs> this year they've been the best from the beginning. Okay, Calvin. <laughs> All right. I see what you're doing. The little good old switcheroo. I see it. I, I think Mike Brown has got the best opportunity to win coach. Yeah, I think he, I really he has really to have do. the best odds. Or I don't know what if that's even a thing, but if you were to look up odds, odds on favor to win coach of the year, it's, I think it would have to be him. So Alfie Man says margarita pizza. Uh, Brian's a Chicago stuffed pizza guy. Interesting, Brian. Uh, I, I'm curious. It, Chicago stuffed pizza. I, uh, we missed Nick. He's not here. Our pizza resident pizza expert is not here. Is Chicago stuffed pizza worse for you, Calvin, than uh, margarita pizza? Well, luckily, we might not have our resident pizza expert here, but I do know a thing or two about Chicago style pizza. Okay. Speak. Preach, um, Calvin. Deep dish is the true Chicago style pizza, which is not stuffed. It's it's layered upon layered, right? Cheese sauce, cheese sauce with a whole bunch of meat inside, but it's technically not stuffed or stuffed crust. And that is better in my opinion. That's my favorite. Chicago deep dish. I didn't ask you pizza. your favorite. Well, that's they all wanted to know. Who? Who asked? Nobody asked me oh, what my on. favorite they, pizza was. They always want to know. They don't care what our favorite pizza is, Calvin. Yeah, they do. They didn't ask me. They didn't ask you. Look it. Uh, some people don't even know the question, dude. Someone said Papa Murphy's. You do technically take it and bake it yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's like a brand of pizza, not a true Calvin, and that's some good stuff. But, man, give me a slice of uh, sausage Chicago deep dish yeah. from Giordano's or Pizzeria Uno's. <sighs> Nothing better. I'm going to say something really, really controversial here. Oh, man, um, here we go. So Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. <laughs> hide your husband. Hide your, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to finish that one. Uh, but if you get offended easily, close your effing ears right now. Calvin, I like Hawaiian pizza. A little bit of oh, I love Hawaiian pizza. Thing. Bam, absolutely. Or even the good old pepperoni pineapple. Yeah, maybe banana a, pepper. Maybe some jalapenos. Yeah, crazy because yeah. I don't like jalapenos, but like sometimes it. on a pizza, a little bit of spice. You got the sweet. You got the sour. You got the spice. Dude, Man, pizza you know what, is great. You know what I've learned? We may have been in the wrong business the whole time. We should, probably should have started a pizza podcast instead of a basketball podcast. <laughs> We're just going to change the subject. Brian, old Chicago pizza in Petaluma is the shit. That is the closest yeah. to real deep dish Chicago style pizza I've ever found in California. It is awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, Mike wants to give a shout out to Davis. Uh, we, we can talk a little bit about Davis since both you and I grew up in Davis. Uh, quite a few pizza places in Davis, Calvin. That's um, true. I mean, just off the top of my head, I could say Steve's Pizza. Is one classic. of them. Classic one. Uh, man, those breadsticks were amazing. Uh, let's see. You got Round Table Pizza. Uh, shout out to Round Table. My first official job when yes. my parents were done uh, with slave labor. Um, who else we got? Woodstocks. Yes. Right? LeBron's, the best in LeBron's my got his own pizza place. Blaze, yep. right? Blaze Pizza. Yep. Uh, pizza Guys. Pizza Guys is a good one. There's um, that uh, the graduate had village pizza. bakery. Oh yeah, that pizza was bomb. Uh, the graduate, which they're closed now, but they had pretty good pizza. Rest in peace. Uh, so who who has the best pizza in Davis? Oh, I'm with Mike Woodstock's all the way, man. I love me some Woodstock. Woodstock's is awesome. Yeah, you know what I don't like about Woodstock's? Last time we were there, the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't it can like be, that. Can be out of control. You know sometimes. the line's long. When you drive to In N Out Burger to wait in line to get in and out because yep. the line at the pizza place is too long. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Okay. Oh, mountain mics. I forgot about mountain mics. I I forgot forgot about How do you even know also. about mountain bikes? All right. I even forgot where we were, Calvin. Dude, my mouth is salivating. <laughs> um I forgot our phrase of the day. It became pizza. Shout out to all you guys watching right now and putting up with us. As you can tell, we clearly don't have much to say about the game tonight. Um, Our minds are elsewhere, but you guys are still here, so thank you. Every loss now, it's... um We'll, we could talk about the game for like five or ten minutes, and then we'll just distract you. <laughs> just distract. You remember how negative everybody was in the chat here before? Yeah, now it's all about food and yeah. happiness. Yeah, they're loving it. They're having a right? great time. Callum's happy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have to talk playoffs. about. Don't talk about playoffs. You playoffs. kidding me? No, no, forget about that. No, let's talk about pizza. Or I mean, it, listen, we're talking about we're practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a uh, game. There was a moment we're in this game. talking about practice. Where the Kings missed two free throws. I'm trying to remember who it was. Kevin Hurt. Missed two free throws. Kings got the rebound. But did you hear the crowd cheering? Yeah. They were cheering so, so loud. Uh, you think they maybe got, like, a free slice of pizza or something? I'm sure they got something. Cornbread, maybe. Okay. 
I mean, Mike Jones, Mark Jones. He was there, so brought he, it up. maybe he was giving it out. Yeah. What were your thoughts Cookies. on Flav of Flav? Do you know he was a Suns fan? I did not know he was a Suns fan. Yeah, he didn't have any Suns gear on. I, yeah, I, th- I guess the jury's still out on that. Clock was a little small? A little bit. He's Yeah, he's not quite he's maybe pulling old. in the money like yeah. he used to. Yeah. The, he's got to shrink the clock a little Who bit Who was back. the guy next to him? Turn the clock back, so they say. Did you see the guy next to him? Yeah, like I don't know. Bodyguard? I don't know who that guy is. Because I remember, like, Mike Brown went up and, like, went to shake his hand, and the guy the guy sitting next to Flava, and, and Flava Flav got up, shook his hand, and the guy next to him, like, was going to drink his drink. Oh, and Brian he, says it's Flow Rider. He looks over, and then he goes back to his drink, and he looks over again like he was all, like, tripped <laughs> out or something. I don't know. Is that Flow Rider? Uh, according to Brian. How could you be named Flow Rider when you got no flow? I, I don't know. And shouldn't he be a like Miami Heat or Orlando Magic fan? Flo Rida. What do you Florida? think his favorite type of pizza is? I, I don't know. Where is he from? I have no idea. Okay, glad I asked <laughs> you these questions. Uh, I see we have Joseph here on Twitter Spaces Live. Shout out to Joseph for listening. Joseph, we don't want to talk about the Kings tonight, so uh, if you want to talk about pizza, feel free to come up on stage. You think they're serving pizza at the uh, All-Star game? Oh, absolutely they're serving pizza there. Jim, Fox's line tonight, 35 points on uh, 12 of 22 shooting. I got it on the screen here, too. Oh, that's true. But in case you can't read down there, four rebounds, four assists, one steal, five big turnovers, seven of eight at the free throw line, and four of seven from three. Yeah, Jay, I said Mike Jones, and nobody said who except for you. But I'll take it. I will definitely, definitely take it. Uh, Brian says, best pizza in Florida, probably Stevie Tomatoes. Never heard of it. I have heard of it. I've never been, though. Do you like tomatoes on a pizza? You mean like tomato slices? Yeah, because it's like you already eh, got sauce. No, nah, not really. Yeah. The sauce is tomatoes. Um, sauce is enough for me. I don't need tomatoes. Because, like, sometimes they have, like, pizza. They put the sauce on it, and then they have those, like, big sliced. Yeah, uh, like a margarita. Yeah, but what are the ones that are, like, uh, like dried or something? Oh, like sun-dried tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah, they, like, put those on those, like, goofy pizzas. Yeah, I don't need those. Yeah. Just give me more meat. It, um, what's your what's your favorite frozen pizza? Frozen? Yeah. Uh, I, I like DiGiorno. Okay. It's, it's usually good. That's Supreme Rising Crust. Supreme? Yeah. Okay. Supreme. That's Gotta exciting. have a, a little mixture of uh, green and and some protein on there, you know. You know what I really like, Lahaina Pizza Company. Their pizza's good. It's deep dish. I know you get offended by anything that's not traditional, it's not real. Yeah, um, but I really real. like their wings. Their wings are so good. And like I said, I'm not a spicy person, but I like their mild wings. It's good. Wash it down with a slice of pizza. Oh man, it sounds sounds. Oh great. Christian, I will gladly send you my grocery list so I can get it for a third of the price. Yeah. I want to know how many of you guys in the chat um, have a girlfriend that's waiting on you right now uh, to go to dinner? Because that would be me. Uh, Asha, if you're (laughs) watching, I apologize. (laughs) I'm talking about pizza. Uh, Kind of a weird (laughs) excuse. Sorry, babe. Late to dinner. Busy talking about pizza on my basketball podcast. But I just figured we'd talk about pizza today. Um, I think that pretty much wraps us up here, Calvin, unless you've got any more... uh, pizza you want to talk about no i I just want to eat it let's okay i got an idea real quick because i want to think about some more stuff to talk about about pizza um but before we do that 
Let's talk about this next game, Calvin. It's nine days away. It's a long ways away. Kings have a lot of days to prepare for this. They do. A lot of days. They got more days than the Suns made threes tonight. Um, so if you're the Kings, if you're Mike Brown, how are you approaching All-Star Weekend, right? Because I think a lot of teams look at this as a chance for some rest, right? Some relaxation. We got four guys going to All-Star Weekend. Yeah. They don't get much rest. I mean, it's much different, right, than yeah. playing in a bunch of games and all this. So, like, if you're a coach, like, how are you approaching this nine days off? What kind of plan are you setting for your players? I mean, the biggest thing, I think, is to just enjoy, you know, time away from the game. Go be with your family. Like Alfie Men says here, get some rest. Uh, you know, do what you can to rejuvenate yourself. I know that some guys, you know, are going to be participating and will still have to play games and, and work out and all that stuff. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just, you know, go reset your mind. Take take a load off. Be with your friends. Be with your family. Do, you know, do what makes you happy. Um, because you, you look around the rest of the league, especially the Western Conference, all these teams made big moves, right? So uh, getting, you know, accustomed to your new teammates, practice time, all of that stuff is super, super valuable now to these these teams that have made these big moves and, and trying to get new players integrated. The Kings didn't do any of that. They've, they've got the same unit that's been running pretty efficiently and pretty well all season long. So I think for Sacramento specifically, this break is all about just kind of disengaging, resetting yourself, getting your body right, get some some. Stop pizza. looking at my notes over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I couldn't help it, man. I saw 350 <laughs> slices of pizza. Don't and it just give made it me, away. Made me crack up. Um, but, yeah, seriously, just get some rest and come back ready to work and ready. get your body ready because this end-of-the-season push is going to be physically demanding yeah. and grueling for a team that's trying to cling to a, a division crown. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it, said it all. Very, very important. I, I mean, if you're, if you're Coach Brown – um, you know, how many pieces of this pizza is your players allowed to eat during a nine day break? <laughs> Two, three, how many uh, is I'm enough? I'm telling all my players, whatever you do, you can't hang out with Nick until after the all-star break <laughs> because you will eat too much pizza and we need you guys back in here ready to go. All right. So I got, I got 10 interesting facts about pizza. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear I it. I just want to bring it up. <laughs> I, I this part of the podcast, this is a social experiment, Calvin, is what 100%. they call it. 100%. We see how many people want to stick around, listen about pizza, then we'll throw in some little gems about the Sacramento Kings, you know? Like, the end of the show, we're talking about <laughs> who Calvin wanted the Kings to trade before the deadline. We haven't said it yet, <laughs> but uh, I know he wants to tell people, so we're going to make you guys wait. Uh, but, Calvin, fact number one, about 350 slices of pizza are consumed every second in the United States. Man, we love pizza. 350 slices. How many pizzas is that? How many pizzas is that? Uh, I mean, it depends on how, where you're getting it from. Everybody cuts them differently. But how I'd many? say eight slices probably okay. is an average. That's ideal for you? How many slices is know. ideal I mean, in a pizza? Probably eight to ten. Because you know some places yeah, they like Yeah, sometimes Dude, they skimp on them. You remember that night? Oh, I just had this like crazy memory just flash back into my head of the night we were in Miami. Oh yeah! The night we got into the Clevelander, 
because we right. won the employee shirt. That's right. That's a pretty good story. We'll have to save that one for the next King's Law. Yeah, but do you remember when we left there and we went to that pizza place that had these like huge slices of pizza? Yeah, they were like this big, and we were um, trying to um, soak up the alcohol. Uh, because we had to fly to Puerto Rico the next morning. <laughs> and, yeah, those, start all start over again. Those were huge yeah, they were slices. So, I mean, sometimes we see the slices are cut yeah. really, really small. You know who cuts really small slices? Who? Mountain Mike's. Oh, They yeah. cut, like, 25 slices in a pizza. Are they the ones that do, like, uh, unlimited slices for... 12 bucks or something like I that. I can't Didn't remember. I haven't been that? to a Mountain Mike's in so long, but I do remember their pizza slices are like that then. All right. Fact number two. I think you saw the number already. I did see the number. Okay. I'm going to oh, ask CC's you guys. pizza. There you go. I'm gonna Again, ask Bri- dude, Brian's got a lot of pizza knowledge. Dude, Brian, the pizza guy. Um, Brian, if you're so smart, I want to hear from you. What percentage of Americans order a pizza at least once a month? I want to hear from you, Brian. Progressive G, J, Callum, Jim, William, Alfie Man, Alfredo. That's a great name for a pizza shop. <laughs> uh, Christian, let me know. What percentage of Americans order a pizza at least once a month? No, Brian, I'm not guess. asking for you. I'm asking for guess. a percentage of Americans. He says 99%. Callum says 74 Way off. Progressive G, 50 Uh No. The correct answer is, <laughs> Christian, 93% of Americans order a pizza at least Once one a time a month. Calvin, what percentage of viewers are ordering a pizza after this podcast? 100%. <laughs> 100%. All right, this is an easy one. Fact number three, pepperoni is America's favorite pizza topping. I mean, duh. That's That's like shooting fish in a barrel that's an easy one that's i gotta report this article um okay number four pizza consumption is highest during big game days of course it is yeah yeah that's i find that funny why do you find that funny i didn't eat any pizza on sunday that's true we were talking about (laughs) ordering it though that was the plan. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> and then um, Matt showed up with a whole grill full of, a cooler full of food. Ribs and tri-tip, all sorts of stuff. There's wings. Man, we ate good on Sunday. That was fun. Oh, za, dude. Callum's got it right. Za, Callum's a surfer. Za, get some of that za, bro. All right, pizza fact number five. Pizza was first developed as an easy and affordable meal for low-income families. Wow, they better tell that to Roundtable Pizza. Jesus Christ, those guys are expensive. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I feel like pizza is, is such a good food because, like, can you can you imagine another food that can be so, like, I don't want to say, like, broad, but just, like, so different. So you know? versatile? So versatile, yeah. You need it cold. You can eat it hot. You can eat it oh, for I, breakfast. No, I meant like like topping wise and like. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the toppings yet. You didn't let me go. You didn't let me continue. Like for example, eggs. Right. Uh, I guess that's a bad example. You can <laughs> I was gonna eggs. say you better be I'm, careful I'm where like you're going bre- right I'm now. Like breakfast yeah. eggs. Yeah. You know, there, there's only so many ways, right? 
I guess there's a P- lot of different but pizza combinations for eggs. Pizza it hits every single one of those things on the pyramid That's if you true. wanted to, right? It's if you even shaped to. like a pyramid. <laughs> it is shaped <laughs> like a food pyramid. Man, we got to get sponsored by a pizza pizza company. Um, all right, number six. Do you know? Uh, I didn't see it. I notes. didn't see it. I, Do you know the home to the first pizzeria in the oh, United come on. States? That's too easy. Which city? That's way too easy. Why? New York. How? Obviously, it's New York. Why? Because that's where all the Ellis Island, all okay. the all the immigrants show up in New York City. Boom. New York and style, making, greater than Chicago no, style. No, I disagree with that 100%. My dad will tell me otherwise, but Chicago style is better. But yes, of course the first pizzeria was in New York City. At hometown, okay, Alfie Men says, at hometown buffet, I was 150 less. I sat across from a 250-pound girl in college, and I out ate her, and I ran my 34 minutes in the hundred or in the 10,000 meters. Wow, congratulations, Alfie Men. I mean, you know what they say. You watch all the, the hot dog eaters, all those guys. It's not the big be- the big people that can eat a lot. Oh, dude. no, no, it's definitely. Small. You need the You got to have the ability for it to for extant, it. expand. Because yeah, yeah. if you have too much fat, it prevents the stomach expansion. Absolutely. Uh, Alfie Men, I'm curious what your technique was. Do you dip it in water and shove it in your mouth, or do you just <laughs> eat the pizza cold, hot? Uh, I, I need more details. Okay, uh, Calvin, another fact. Fact number seven. Osh is going to be pissed. Uh, No, sorry, that's fact eight. Fact seven. Pizza became popular in the U.S. after World War II. Uh, That's not a question. Why do you think? true or false. Why do you think so? What happened in World War II that just made everyone like, you know what? Pizza's not that bad. the end of the... Depression? I, I have no idea. <laughs> it says, although pizza was widely sold in the U.S. from the early 1900s, it only became popular after World War II. Interesting. This was likely because of the large number of U.S. soldiers stationed in Italy, Calvin. Mm, Italy. There you go. These soldiers well, grew G, to like number. pizza and helped to make the dish more popular as they influenced people on their return. Makes I sense. love Italy, and I love pizza, and I love eating pizza in Italy, and I can't believe there's still 25 people here uh, watching I, us yeah, talk about pizza. Um, all right. Fact number eight. I didn't see it. I didn't. I've stopped looking. I'm not okay. cheating on the mm-hmm. test anymore. Turn down my thing. Uh, do you know... Calvin, this is a question for you. And if you guys want to help him here in the chat, feel free. Feel free. I'll probably need the help. So, And, Jose, I thought that <laughs> same thing when I was reading Alfie Man's response. <laughs> Cal, do you know what the world's most expensive pizza cost? Uh, one pizza? Yeah, one pizza. No, I, I have no idea. I'm going to say... $300. Okay. So the most expensive pizza in the world is the creation of master chef Renato Viola of Italy. The Louis the 13th costs about $12,000 oh, and on. is topped with lobster, 
three types of caviar, buffalo mozzarella, pink Australian salt, and what the squilla mantis? No <laughs> idea what that is. Well, that's why it costs so much. Is I that guess. like a praying mantis? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. That it's not even pizza anymore at that point. It's not worth it. All right, last one, Calvin. Do you know the diameter of the largest pizza in the world? No, it's way too much. I'm going to say it's probably like 20 feet. Way off. Bigger? Bigger. Much bigger. Much bigger? Yeah. Oh, This is going to be like one of those giant squash or pumpkins that, you know, they it grew to like... 13,000 pounds or has something. has a name. It has its own name. I don't know the answer. It was made in Rome, Italy. Man, they got a lot of these records. You know what I noticed? I got to talk about, I got to talk to Nick next time because when I was in Italy, there was a lot of really, really like in shape people. And apparently they have the biggest and most expensive pizzas and all these things about Italy. They eat a lot of pizza and they're in shape. We're going to have to have a talk with Nick about that. Uh, I got nothing. Okay. The largest. Topped with wow. Skrilla. And it was 100% gluten-free. That is crazy. Wow. Uh, you all want to know, Barry. <laughs> the largest pizza is 122 yards and yards. 8 inches in diameter. Oh, it's bigger than a foot. That's not even possible. It's bigger than a football field. Oh, sorry. Feet. 122 <laughs> feet. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't sure in Italy if they're going to use our system. Yards. Don't they use the metric system? Oh, man. They fly it in <laughs> on a couple of blimps and lay it down right in the middle of the Coliseum. <laughs> All right. The 10th fact, Calvin. The average cost of a slice of pizza in New York City is equivalent to the price of a subway ticket. Is that a true or false question, or that's a state? Uh, that's a fact. This is a fact. Okay. Interesting fact about pizza. All right, I found another one. 20 interesting <laughs> facts. No, 36 amazing facts about oh pizza. Oh, my God. And I would love to read them it's, to you. It was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> this is the end of Royal Rebounds as, as we know it. Yeah, we're not talking about pizza anymore. <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank you guys so much for hanging out. We love you all so much. Uh, sorry, YouTube, for ruining all of our rankings tonight, all of our statistics by rambling about pizza for way, way too long. Calvin, I I'm sorry, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm very hungry. Yeah. Don't, don't be sorry, though. I don't have to go You know, get in the car, drive, and wait, sit down, wait to order, wait for the food to get made. Yeah. I'm just going to go in the kitchen and start destroying stuff oh actually i was gonna say one more thing i don't um, have any pizza before though. everybody leaves so most expensive pizza twelve thousand dollars right yeah um you know the place that i work now fleetwoods did you ever hear about their ten thousand dollar um burger no ten thousand dollars yeah they used to have a ten thousand dollar burger on the menu so they sprinkled diamonds on it no even better Sprinkle diamonds on everything. It I came with me. a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Oh, I did hear about that actually. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know the funniest thing about it? It costs extra if you want a cheese on your burger. 
<laughs> is that ridiculous? I remember talking to the old manager, uh, and he's like, yeah, we actually sell, like, quite a bit of those. And people just write it off as, like, a business. Like, they buy it, and then they, like, oh, donate yeah, the motorcycle. Smart. Pretty crazy. Anyways, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Yeah, we're going to start our own Royal Pizza Company. Uh, please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We love you all so much. Hopefully, you have a wonderful All-Star Weekend. If you miss us, send us a message on Twitter. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, Calvin, I mean, last question. What's the most pizza you've ever eaten in one sitting? Oh, I've had... Well, I, I know, an entire extra large pizza in one sitting many okay. times, many times. That's it. Yeah. You can't eat more than Alfie, man. Well, I mean, no, that's true. I can't, I can't out eat Alfie, man. Maybe. Ooh, you know, what would be exciting. Maybe and I wouldn't be a, running 10,000 meters or whatever it was after that. I think we should have a pizza off between you and Alfie, man. After uh, the playoff we game. can't have a pizza off without Nick. Oh, well, we can invite Nick too. I mean, that would just be cruel and unusual. You know what we can do? We can get a chain. We'll, we'll do like oh, the, the chain, right? But it'll be like Flava Flaves, but it'll have a it'll pizza have a on pizza it slice. instead of a clock. No, yeah. like the whole thing, yeah. like a clock. And it'll be made out of caviar and gold, like yeah. the, that pizza in Rome. That would be really, really exciting. Let's put that on the schedule. Okay. You're, you're in? Of course I'm in. Alfie Man, you're in? Yeah, Kay. he's in. He's in? We're going to have a pizza off. Playoffs. Jim wants uh, shows during the All-Star break. Uh, Jim, uh, that's a good question. Um, I would love to do some shows during the all-star break. I'm actually supposed to go camping, um, for like three or four days and do some fishing and a lot of fun stuff. However, the weather is not supposed to be very good. Yeah, it's not looking so, good. So, uh, if there's bad weather, I'll, I'll happily do some, some shows. We'll keep you informed. Keep you when in the When do loop, you want to do a show? Uh, I'm actually going to be single this weekend. My girlfriend is going to Washington to hang out with her family. That is not the right. You're not single this weekend. I know, weekend. I know. That was definitely the wrong thing to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be alone for okay. the weekend. Okay. So I'm free to do a show any day. Um, what if we did a show eating pizza? I'm down. We'll just eat pizza on the next show. Why not? M MVP of the All-Star Game. Who is it? Oh, MVP of the All-Star Game. Um, I'm going to say Deer and Fox. I think he wants it. Wow, really? I think he wants it. That would be something. It's pretty rare. I feel like it's not usually a starter. Uh, I think it like is a, a starter a like, lot of times. Or, like a, or, or sorry, what I mean is like I feel like it's not like normally like a main guy. Like LeBron, like how many All-Star MVPs does he really have? They're all main guys, aren't they? They're yeah, but you know what I mean. Like not like the biggest star doesn't you like usually they have like one or two like how yeah. many does lebron have mvps yeah all-star oh, game good MVPs. question not that many like a guy that should have a lot right he doesn't it, it goes to like the other people like westbrook right westbrook was like i want to get all-star mvp blah 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 maybe deer and fox feels that way i don't know but uh, i'm gonna go with fox i'm uh man that's tough there's a lot of really good you know what i'm actually gonna say donovan mitchell is the all-star MVP this year. He's got 71 points in a game this season. He has the most 40-point game scored this year. Yep. And where is the all-star game? The place that hates him. I think he's going to okay. show out. Good call. I, I want to Don, change. Donovan Mitchell. I want to change my answer, Progressive <laughs> G. I agree with Calvin. Donovan Mitchell. Anyways, thank you guys so, so much. Uh, make sure you hit that notification bell on the channel so you get notified 
when we do go live. Uh, Calvin and I will try and schedule something a little bit in advance um, so that you guys have a heads up. We'll also post about it on Twitter. So please follow us, Royal underscore Rebounds, on Twitter. Uh, and, yeah, also, when it rains and it storms here, sometimes we lose power, sometimes we lose internet. So yeah. we're going to try our best. But Might have been a all. good thing for this show, but it didn't happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> we love you all so much. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful night, and uh, go eat some pizza. Where the fuck is the bouncer? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.